energy, coalition building, lobbying for just political processes, cross-cultural understanding, the power and importance of youth. <laughs> These are just some of the things that resonate with me when I think about the story that Erica Fernandez is about to tell. Good morning. My name is Liz Cunningham, and I run the youth program here at Bioneers. I am honored to be here today to introduce to you the youngest plenary speaker in 19 years that this conference has been happening. <laughs> Last year, we became aware of Erica's work when she was presented a Brower Youth Award for her work in mobilizing youth and Latino voices in protests and public meetings to stop a proposal for a liquefied natural gas plant off the coast of her Oxnard, California community. These awards, given each year by the Earth Island Institute, are named after Earth Island's founder, the late David Brower, who is one of the greatest environmentalists in U.S. history. They help to highlight the work of some of the nation's most inspiring youth activists and are considered one of the most prestigious youth awards in this country. In nine years, there have been awarded over 55 past winners and over $165,000 granted in prize money to the winners. For Erica, the award has enabled her to continue the work that she began six years ago to protect the people and land in her community. My name is Erika Fernandez. I have 16 years old. I came from Michoacan, Mexico, here to Oxnard. For the last four years, I got involved in trying to stop a multi-billion company, BHP Ability, for bringing an LNG facility at 14 miles off our coast. My community is mainly Latinos, and it's low-income, working the agriculture in the fields. And this project, it was going to be South Oxnard, where most of the Latino community live. And the pipeline, it was going to go through the fields and some of the houses of the people, but they were not going to do anything about it because they didn't care if the community were going to be out of jobs or anything. They just care about winning more money. BHP Billiton is the world's largest mining corporation. They have friends in powerful places and very deep pockets. And they had proposed a project which was going to live off the coast for 40 years minimum, with really no end date, that would pump out a tremendous amount of dirty air pollution that is going to blow over the communities in Southern California. The factor that the majority of the people living here are poor, Mexicano, monolingual Spanish speaker, and farm workers, I think that was the perfect combination for a big corporation to come in and expect to automatically put a pipeline through town with no opposition. A lot of the people of my community were not aware of what it was it about, or were the dangers, or what it was used for. The word on the street was, there was no hope of stopping it, there was nothing that you could do, all we can hope for is to try to make the project in some small way better. But it's a bad project, it's a dangerous project, but we're stuck with it. We started educating people about the project because they didn't know. And when we explained it was gonna pollute more the environment and provide more for global warming, they started trying to get together to educate more people and to do something about it. 
She had brought tons of youth out to the different organizing meetings. She had gone out door to door. She had done presentations at her schools, making sure people got excited and, and really saw that this was going to lead to something that was going to be of great impact. And she knew that the key to successfully stopping this destructive project was to educate people to the simple things that they could do to make a difference. As we got closer to the April 9th California State Lands Commission hearing, we thought she would be wonderful to be the spokesperson for the young people because she's doing so much work. This was the big event that we had worked together for so long to prepare for. There were thousands of people all wearing the same colored t-shirts, holding signs, standing together, standing up against this project. Yelling no LNG because we really didn't want it and Erica spoke in front of the commission. She stood up there and delivered her comments with such conviction and such passion that as soon as she was done speaking, the entire crowd roared, stood up and started cheering. There was an elderly woman in the crowd that actually was moved to tears, that she cried after Erika's speech because of how proud she was for this young lady that she had never met before. I got so excited. I couldn't believe it because each and every one of the 12 commissioners voted in our favor to stop it completely, to give an end completely because I didn't want it to bring it to Oxnard and either any other place in the world. I think that that's what makes her stand out <laughs> from your average teenager is that she focuses her energy on a better world. A lot of my people or that community of Buxner, they're afraid of speaking up because they think the government, they're going to affect them. They just needed somebody to tell them that they had a voice and they had to be heard. Erica is one of the most passionate, humble, and powerful young women I have ever met. I'm sure you'll feel the same. Please help me welcome my friend, Erica Fernandez. I want you to close your eyes and imagine how was your life 10 years ago? Now think, how was your life today? And how is your life in the years to come? What do you see? When I closed my eyes, I saw simplicity 10 years ago. I saw my family growing our own organic food. And I saw a lagoon behind my house. I did not see any cars and pretty much no technology. Today, I see that we have become addicted to oil that we not only want one car to fulfill our needs, but the more we have, the more we want. There are many cultures in conflict for the natural resources. And if we keep it like that, soon we're all going to be fighting for the last drop of water or for the last gap of fresh air. We cannot do anything to fix the past, but we can definitely improve our present and our future for those who are come. Good morning, my name is Erica Fernandez. I'm 18 years old and I'm a freshman at Stanford University. 
I'm studying environmental studies, and my career goal is to become an environmental justice attorney. I was born and raised 10 years of my life in a small town in Michoacan, Mexico. I was raised with nature around me and had too much exposure to what was the real world outside my town. But this beautiful point of view about our world changed when my family decided to come to the United States eight years ago for a better life. In the new place, there was not a lagoon behind my house, but I found out behind my house a power plant polluting my air, a super fun sight polluting our water that were threatening my, co my family's and community's health. And to add more, I found a proposal to build a floating liquefied natural gas facility that was not only going to surround the city with pipelines, but also affect our environment. Everything started on a beach cleanup day when I met a couple, Bill and Gloria, which live very close to me. At that point, I did not know how to speak English, and Gloria was the only one who was able to speak Spanish. So I stayed with her cleaning the beach. Meanwhile, Gloria was, started telling me about all the bad things happening around the area. She started telling me about the gas company, their proposal, and the consequences of bringing it to our city. Throughout the day, I felt that I was learning something about my community. When I started I joined, joining the campaign, it was around a group of less than 20 people, very small. They educated me about the causes of bringing LNG to the community, in addition to the steps that we needed to follow to stop this company. When I felt that I knew enough about the subject, I started attending to protest in front of the BHP Billington office located in Oxnard. Little by little, the group of 20 people was getting bigger and bigger because we started educating people in every possible way that one can imagine. Giving school presentation, calling the radio, going at church, trying to turn the fire on them. I was motivated about improving our community, but more importantly, my father's health. He suffers from respiratory problems. He needs to use an oxygen tank at home. Knowing that he was many times close to die, I was not going to accept more pollution of any kind around my community for the best of him and everybody else. Bill and Gloria helped me to get involved in an organization that was starting a campaign against LNG. So for the past six years, I have volunteered in this nonprofit organization, Central Coastal Alliance United for a Sustainable Economy, also known as CAS, which has been fighting against this multi-billion dollar BHP Billington company. Our campaign was to terminate the BHP Billington liquefied natural gas facility, proposed 14 miles of the coast of Oxnard and the surrounding areas. We opposed the project because it's dangerous, dirty, and unnecessary project that would not benefit my community. This LNG facility would emit over 280,000 tons of harmful air pollutants into our air each year, aggravating global warming and further polluting their already polluted air in Ventura County. 
In addition, this LNG facility affects our citizens that have respiratory problems, such as asthma and lung disease, especially young and senior citizens. We also were against this over 15 miles of 36-inch pipeline, pipeline that would cross the city of Voxner because the route went through low-income neighborhoods and put uh, people of color at a higher risk. This facility made us a possible target for terrorist attack. Furthermore, the project they proposed have never been done before. And any information about the dangers it may bring to the community did not exist. This company was proposing the project come from Australia. They were going to bring the gas from Indonesia. They were going to extract it from the earth, then freeze it, then ship it to Oxner. And the, the noise that it was going to produce, it was going to kill the wells and the marine ecosystem. These companies' employees do not live here. They do not vote here. Their children do not go to school with me. So why let them experiment and pollute our air in Ventura County? In the radios, you can start hearing the advertisements that LNG is coming to our city. In quote, support this project. It's cleaner and cheaper. It will create more jobs and more opportunities. In every commercial from the radio would say things that could convince the community, but in none of them, advertisement explained that the reason they wanted the platform in Oxner was to make it the base for exportation to the surrounding areas. That community was not going to use the gas. And if that was the case, and many, many of the researchers found out that the gas will require every person that will use that will use it, they needed to change their stove equipment because the pressure of the gas will be at higher levels. Can you imagine? It's like having a time bomb in your house. Did people know about the dangers? Of course they didn't. After serious research, we got to the conclusion that our community was experiencing environmental racism. That people in power in our community would say that those were not the right terms to use. But tell me, how can you explain this proposal? How can you explain that the power plant and the superfine sign in the same place? First of all, this multi-billion dollar gas company knew that the southern part of Oxnard was the best place for this facility because the majority of the people were not aware of this project's negative effects. This company knew that these poor Latino and Mixteco communities would prefer to go to work than to go protest to them. They knew that if they would lie to the monolingual Spanish-speaking communities, they would still do anything because they are not educated. In addition, they depend on the agricultural fields that are around the area to survive. These agricultural fields were going to be destroyed because that pipeline would go through them, through houses, and through schools. This company was not thinking about the security or health or the present jobs of my community. The only thing that they were thinking was about money. But wait, let me tell you, when this project was proposed, this company had planned to go through a richer area. But because people started protesting, they added 10 more miles so that it would not affect the richest communities and would only still run 
the city of Oxnard, where mainly minorities live. Is this environmental racism? Yes, it is environmental racism. This is why my community feels that we are in need of environmental justice. These companies have to understand that no matter what ethnicity, what language we speak, or how poor or rich we are, we all deserve a healthy and safety environment. Our lives are not less than money. Let our voices rise for a better world. This battle was not easy, that this company, because this company had money. We knew that this company had paid some organizations to vote and support them. And we also knew that it would take a united effort to make it happen. It took us four years, four years to stop this company. The word in the street was that there was no way we could stop this multi-billion liquefied natural gas corporation to come to our city. I personally faced an internal conflict, even though I was empowering others to raise their voices. Inside of me, I had a fear that the commissioners would never listen to what the people had to say. I believed that I did not have a voice, that if I was to speak, it wouldn't make a difference. A 16-year-old lady, Mexican young lady, after finding strength within me to decide that if I did not speak for the rights of a clear environment, I thought about the damages of other LNG terminals that have provoked in other cities, that have killed many families and destroyed everything that was in their way. It was hard to find the voice that many times people tell you you don't have. Our goal was to delay the project at first because we thought we could not stop this company. But at the end, the power of unity helped assure that the commissioners, both from the Lands Commission and Coastal Commissions, would vote in our favor. You might ask, what inspired them to change their decision at the last minute? The reason, people. People like me and you that decide to speak up. The communities of Oxnard and Malibu united at a rally outside California State Lands Commission's hearing on April 9, 2007, to let the commissioners know that the community was against the project. We had over 3,000 people at the rally to show that we care about our environment and our health and that we did not want a foreign company to come to our community just for the money. After working in this campaign for several years, I was chosen to represent the youth and my community inside the hearing. Over a thousand people were inside waiting to talk, and the rest were outside the building because there was not enough space to hold that over 3,000 people. I'm sure that you can imagine how does that look like. But for those who can't imagine, let's do a little activity. I heard that this building can hold more than 2,000 people, so Help me, stand up. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up and look around. How does that make you feel?
Now you can have a seat. Thank you. For the first time in Oxnard, people were united for the same reason. The same reason as you are united here today. This is something we all can do, work together as a team, because the earth is our only home and it's up to us to protect it. After several hours in a historic rally, the California State Lands Commissioners voted two to one to deny the lease of the land and a certified the project's environmental impact report. We won. Without the leases, the project could not be done. But wait, we had our first unexpected victory, but the battle did not end there. Two days later, the California State Coastal Commissioners here, we took some community members, and again, I went to represent the youth and my community. During this hearing, BHP Billington refused to give any comments or testimonies. They said that they came just to hear what the people had to say. It was only the repre representation of 20 people who were their employees or attorneys. What does this say about this company? No support from the real people? Hours later, the 12 commissioners voted unanimously in our favor. One of the commissioners mentioned that the youth was what inspired him to vote in our side. The power of youth started to make an impact on those commissioners. Our second unexpected win, but the battle barely started. Now we needed to ask again for the community support so that we convince our friend Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> to stop this project. It took us thousands of phone calls, thousands of postcards, but at the end, our friend Arnold vetoed the project. So. We never gave up, and we kept ourselves focused. What inspired me the most to stop this project was that in this foreign company was putting more money and profit about our health and safety. By putting an end to this project, we were ensuring less pollution, maintaining ocean habitat, and less risk of an explosion that could harm the city of Oxnard. Going back to my beginning of childhood experience, that when I first arrived to the United States, there was no lagoon on the back of my house. Everything that was and still is, is polluting my water. The pesticides that are used for the agriculture are killing my people. The power plant and a Superfund site that has been polluting our air for over 40 years, and yet nothing has been done. This is all interconnected. At that moment, I'm working into new projects that are putting the health of my community and ecosystem at risk. To begin with, we are trying to push the pesticides initiative so that it can be implemented. The law that passed 10 years ago regarding the reduction of 20% of pesticides in Ventura County. The only reason why they have not forced and forced this law into effect is because there has been an opposition by the ranchers. But if it's already a law, how is it possible that it's not put into effect? In my community, most of the fields are next, right next to many schools 
That's putting at risk the health of many students from all ages. Also, in most of the occasions, whenever the pesticides are sprayed, the ranchers do not provide the equipment necessary for their workers. Yet, and if they do, the pesticides are, are strong enough to penetrate into their body systems. You may ask, and what I'm doing to help implement this law that never was enforced. It's empowering youth and organize farm workers and take them to hearings where they can share their testimonies of how hard it is to go home smelling like pesticides and breathing them all day. We educate them about their rights and give the farm workers the voice that they can find when they're working. On the other hand, our next big project is to get the Environmental Protection Agency to clean up the radioactive zone that was left by the Holoco company. This facility that is available to everyone in our, along our main beach. There are no warnings about the zone. The only thing that the EPA did was to cover it with dirt, which has not been enough as the radioactive toxins still dispersed at our water, at our beach, fish, and air. We started a campaign and we had a meeting on July 17, 2008 run by youth, where we asked elected officials to work with us this, on October 12th. We can make it an EPA priority. In this meeting, we turned the roles of what it used to be. The youth were in charge of the meeting, and the officials were the ones giving their testimonies. <laughs> Again, we can see how important the power of youth is in their communities. We have won many battles, but we're still going. What can we do to stop environmental justice? Together, we can work for a better and clean environment by stopping those other LNG terminals proposed in California and in other places that are targeting minority groups. We need to educate others on how to respond to these multi-billion dollar gas companies. We need to work together so that the, we do not have to depend on foreign energy. We can achieve this together if some of us organize communities that are being affected by these companies. We all have to raise our voices and work together. We all know that this is not only one's problem, it's a problem that concerns all of us. If 3,000 community members from Oxnard were able to stop this multi-billion gas company, how many more companies can we stop if here there's already more than 3,000 of us? If we can be together in a gathering like this, we can really make more impact in a gathering where we are putting in practice our environmental activism. Today, I want you to go with the idea that there are some many things that can be done. But the question is, what are you going to do to stop these companies from coming? How are you going to use your knowledge and skills to create the change that we want to see? I want you to realize that a person can make a difference. And I'm sure that many of you are already making a difference. But when one makes a greater impact is when we start doing something about it. We had no hope that we could stop BHP Billington. Yet, we never give up. My community and I know that our fight's not over yet. But that we are more than ready to keep fighting for our present and for our future. 
I will be the inspiration for those who believe that the person can make a difference. I wanted to be the voice for those who believe that they did not have one. I wanted to be the pride for those who believe that it did not exist. Through, ex through those experiences, I found my voice. I found that there's always something that you can do. But the most important lesson is that the united community is more important than money. Together we can make a greater impact in the world. My life has changed completely thanks to the beautiful community I have. And I'm sure that many of them found their voices in that historic rally, where it did not matter what ethnicity or what language they spoke, or what age we were all together for the same reason, to enjoy a safer and healthier planet. My and your intentions are to make of this world a better place, to live for our present and future generations, free of pollutants that do harm not only to us, but the wildlife that are depending on us. A place where everybody can get a grasp of pure air and quit using inhalers or your oxygen tanks. This by reducing the amount of pollutants going to our air. I will continue fighting for this, against these foreign energy companies. I will continue organizing people to work together on cleaning Superfund sites. I will continue the spreading of the word that it's time to work together for the best of all. I want to continue working in this field because I'm passionate about it. But I can do it on my own. I need your help. I need your support. I need people like you to stand out at my side and say that there is hope for a better future for those who live now and those who will come. I started when I was 12 years old. At first, it was hard to understand many things, but I learned in those four years of battle. I'm now 18 years old, and things are changing little by little since I arrived. The power of youth has become the best arm in the community of Oxnard. Over 300 students from my high school were on the historic rally. Over 200 of them on the Superfine side hearing on July. The power of youth came to be one of the most important keys for us to succeed in this campaign. Even though we still don't see as much, we as youth, we are learning from people like you. So keep it setting the example because one day we'll be just like you. Youth have a lot of potential, but they can make changes if they don't have your support. My call today is to you. What are you doing to get the youth involved? You leaders of organizations, are you putting youth at the forefront of decision-making? Are you investing your time and skills for the programs that empower youth? Are you training youth to run for government positions? Are you offering programs in your organizations that promote the involvement of youth in this field? Are you creating job opportunities for youth with potential? If you have not made part of youth organization involvement as a priority, that must be the key to create the change of tomorrow. Your job pays off when other people follow your teachings. And finally, I would like to finish with the words of my role, Cesar. 
role model Cesar Chavez. Once social change begins, it cannot be reversed. You cannot uneducate the person who has learned to read. You cannot humiliate the person who feels pride. And you cannot oppress the people who are not afraid anymore. We are the future, and the future is ours. Thank you once again, and si se puede.